This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Ho ho ho, I hope you had a merry Christmas. This is Abhinandan Sekri bringing you News Laundry Hafta, episode 256. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. When the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers served. Pay to keep news free, support News Laundry. Check out newslaundry.com. I shall plug our website and our appeal to subscription midway again and in the end again. But right now, let me get straight into introducing our panel. So on this last hafta of this year. Oh yeah, it's the last one. Yes. Happy New Year, mm-hmm. listeners. Will it be free for the subscribers as a New Year gift? As a New Year gift, should we make this one free? What's yes. the vote? Yes, yeah, why not? Okay, fine. We've just decided <laughs> to make this one free for our subscribers as a New Year gift. And as their New Year gift, they can give us more subscriptions. Yes. I mean, people are listening to this for free. Each can subscriber, subscribe. each one Return convince gift. another. Yeah. Return gift. Say, pay for this. Don't be such a kanj. Yeah. Okay. So, on the panel, we have our in-house Manisha Pandey. Hello. We have Mehraj. Hello. We have Anand joining us from Patna. Hi, Anand. Hello. And joining us here in the studio is Aditya Menon. He is in charge of political coverage at The Quint. His main challenge is to keep pace with a team of brilliant young reporters who force him to learn more and guide less. Well, Aditya, you clearly have a very different experience from mine, <laughs> where the youth of India is concerned. He has been a political journalist for the last 10 years. He's worked with organizations like India Today, Rajasthan, Patrika and NDTV. Your focus areas is election data, national politics... and hindutva issues concerning muslims and sikhs welcome nitya hello good to be here okay and uh, before uh, we get into the headlines which manisha can just take us through yeah uh, we'll discuss three things in detail today we'll discuss the fallout of the citizen amendment act protests and what's happening in many parts of the country including up we shall discuss what the bjp said about periyar through their social media in tamil nadu and is it an indicator of them not really understanding how to crack tamil nadu and we shall discuss the weather like like good brits hum samla angrez ki aulad macole ke bacche macole hi hota na macole kalkin kya have i got the mm. names mixed up with an actor macole macole ke bacche to since the britain they all discussing the weather we figured we'd discuss the coldest cold wave in december that india since 91 like, or something no i read some 90 100 years 101 i think since oh. 100 saalon mein sabse thand hai और देखो oh. हम बिना हीटर के बैठे हैं और हमारे लिसनर्स जो गोवा की बीच में होंगे कोई हवाई में बिकीनी में घूम रही होंगी और हम यहाँ ठिठुर रहे हैं हीटर की औकात भी नहीं है थोड़ा तो सब्सक्राइब कर दो सपोर्ट इंडिपेंडेंट मीडिया यू डोंट हैव टू बी सो इंटेलिजेंट दैट वाइल यू सिपिंग सॉन्ग्रिया एंड लिसनिंग टू दिस पॉडकास्ट ऑन योर आई फोन यू कॉन्ट यू नो जस्ट सब्सक्राइब एंड पे थाउजेंड टू थाउजेंड रुपीज़ On that happy note, Aditya, you look suitably embarrassed. Don't worry, we are like this only. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so generous to this younger generation that they force you to learn a lot? The only thing they forced me to do is to learn patience. He's patience, kind. yes, of course, that's <laughs> one thing one has to learn. But uh, I think they're so quick on uh, everything and extremely excitable that you know. Of, of often, my role is to just do shant gadadhari bhim shant and. Acha like uh, that. But uh, and they're quite charged up about uh, anything that breaks. They maybe they're just on drugs. ये भी हो सकता है मे बी आई जस्ट बीइंग वेरी जेनरस यू आर सो टेरिबल कोकेन चोकेट करके आते हो कि देखो इतने एक्साइटेड बच्चे मेरे यू आर लाइक दैट मां जी आपका बच्चा नाली में पड़ा है नहीं स्विमिंग सीख रहा है वो इतना देखो होना है पी के नाली में नहीं पड़ा है 
चलो ठीक है मनीषा व्हाट वाइल ही इज प्रेजिंग हिज क्विंट न्यूज रूम यू कैन जस्ट लाइक मेक आवर लिसनर्स फील लाइक न्यूज लॉन्ड्री का न्यूज रूम पता नहीं क्या है बहुत होन आ रहे हैं हमारे प्लीज प्लीज प्ले टू कीप देम फ्री सदम फ्री को मैंने मैंने रखा हुआ है उनका पासपोर्ट सबको जब तक वो 10 लाख नहीं देते दे हैव बॉन्डेड हियर ओके सो द बिग स्टोरीज वर ऑफ कोर्स द झारखंड इलेक्शन रिजल्ट्स दैट केम आउट दिस वीक JMM Congress RJD are going to form the government JMM won 30 seats Congress got 16 RJD got one seat while the BJP won about 25 seats uh, Babulal Marandi's party has has also extended support to Jharkhand's JMM uh, Hemant Soren will be taking oath on December 29th the citizenship amendment act continues to be in the news there have been protests have continued there have also been some pro CAA rallies notably uh, the one in Telangana where the RSS took out a huge march mm. Uh, then of course the army chief bipin rawat commented on ca he talked about leadership and why <laughs> this yeah i just thought it was a bit ironic he said leaders don't lead their followers to violence but do that's your job actually <laughs> you're the chief of army you lead people into violence. <laughs> <laughs> i hope you do that job well that's huh? quite rich coming from him i mean he has been leading a siege of kashmir for 6 months now <laughs> so, I mean, so anyway that uh, created quite a bit of news uh, yesterday and uh, rahul gandhi is also back from his korean Sojourn. Sojourn. Yeah. And then Christmas party he had to attend, so he couldn't. <laughs> Now he is suddenly like, "Jude Bol Rai, Prime Minister," and he has gone all into action. Um, very, very disturbing news reports coming out of Uttar Pradesh. Finally, trickling, and I think beginning of this week we really started figuring out what was happening in UP. Sixteen people have died. Scores of people have been detained. I don't even know the exact Thousands, count. Thousands actually. Thousands, Thousands of people yeah. have been detained, and some really, really. terrible images of police violence of uh, breaking vehicles Homes. attacking people and they've disturbing news of also uh, them taking like jewelry and stuff like that from homes so mm. literally like raiding homes and looting them so we we should discuss that in uh, detail meanwhile uh, yogi adityanath has remained true to his we will take revenge word uh, he sent out notices to about 28 residents and they have to pay 14 lakh for damages to property i don't know how they've identified these guys i i also don't know how this will you know pass the judicial process i mean you can't just attach properties on a notification but anyway but this is from is after the supreme court apparently the supreme court has said court right that whenever there's writing or whatever that we will attach property of the writers and you have to, to prove pay. it right you can't yeah, just say no like yeah, we were can't. saying the other day the process is the punishment yeah so i mean so. they can't attach it until they prove it i mean you, it's not guilty till proven innocent right it's innocent till proven guilty that's supposed to be the case but they'll just attach it and then these guys will have to go to courts oh, for all their lives mm-hmm. and yeah uh, and then, meanwhile again there's an internet uh, clamp down today also parts of up uh, i think bulandshahar muzaffarnagar meerut and all will not have internet and drones are flying all over up also apparently a german student from iit chennai who took part in a protest he was asked to leave and today morning there was a norwegian lady also who had protested who's also who's she's just said that she's yeah, she on a tourist visa and she said yeah, the and questioning she, was extremely intimidating yeah, and she's been asked to leave also apparently mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile rahul gandhi and priyanka wadra also tried to enter meerut but they were told to go well, back they didn't really try to enter they drove there they said you can't hmm. go they drove back so they didn't try jack huh cabinet has cleared uh, the national population register count that's supposed to be happening till by next year april no it's supposed to be starting next year april april yeah and there's a fund of about 13000 crore that has been set aside for it and this is supposed this created a lot of furor again where the bjp said that is the congress that wanted the npr and we are just doing what they wanted and of course there was a famous uh, speech by modi in ramleela maidan where he yeah, wore a very beautiful expensive shawl just i just the kept prime noticing. minister's speech we we should discuss 
Yeah, which was fact-checked quite a bit, and then. Um, and then Arundhati Roy was in the news again about mm. what she said in Delhi University. In fact, she sent us a statement. We shall be carrying that. It will probably be already. We have on. carried it. It's already, it's yeah. already on. And Jamal Khashoggi's sentence: five people have been sentenced for to death for his murder, but the prince has nothing to do with this. Mm. I think this is um, an extremely important story from the journalism point of view, and. Uh, Well, this hasn't happened yet, but reports say NCP Ajit Pawar to be made Maharashtra Deputy Chief Minister. But we'll see whether that happens. So we need not discuss that in much detail. So first, before I get to Aditya, our friend who's joining us on the phone from Bihar, Anand, I was just curious to know your view on youngsters. Are you as optimistic about them as Aditya, or as pessimistic as me, or will you give an entirely new twist to this whole thing? No, no. Even when I was a student, I was very sure of the stupidity of his youngsters. So, so uh, even in my student life, life when I was in university, I saw what kind of uh, say impressionable minds they have, and uh, they can be manipulated. And sometimes uh, you see there are. Uh, Facts and uh, there are certain certain statements to be made in uh, meetings and demonstrations. So, no, but that is a different matter. Actually, but if they can be, you actually the, talk to them about things. No, but that, even that, then, uh, I, I I was not very impressed that they had to stay. That that's so, fine. As as students, you yeah. can have impressionable minds as like ideologies. But I'm talking about professionals. They're so impressionable. Why can't I get them to do what I want in my office? Oh. <laughs> I mean, in the office. Huh. Since I uh, wasted my youth uh, in a room preparing for civil services, I didn't trouble my employers. Chalo, <laughs> chalo, you were good. So, the so uh, I I joined work life only as a middle aged man. Oh, I see. You spent your youth studying. So, chalo, it's at least paying off. That's why you have such brilliant insights and you're so well read. See, it's never wasted. Nothing's ever wasted. You see, yeah. shouldn't shouldn't say it's been wasted. Had you spent your youth, you know, sitting in dharnas and all, you would not have been able to write the opinion pieces you do. So the Indian administrative services loss is our gain. <laughs> so Aditya, why don't you start? Where are you from, Aditya? I'm from all over the place, uh, like half Kerala, half Maharashtra. But I've been in Delhi for quite some time now. I see. So yeah. So half Kerala, half Maharashtra. So are you more Nagpur? Or are you more? Um, what's the hub of that? The, the the communist Kannur, yeah. Are you more Kannur or are you more uh, Nagpur? Culturally, definitely more Nagpur. <laughs> Politically, probably neither. <laughs> I see. So let's start off with you know we'll come to the CA. We spent so much time last uh, week discussing it, but I'd like to uh, start with what happened in Tamil Nadu just to give context. The BJP social media wing in Tamil Nadu put out the following tweet: "Quote on this day, which is the death anniversary of EVR." The father of Mani Ammai, let us support death penalty for child sexual abuse. Let us resolve to create a society without POSCO offenders. Unquote. POSCO is that act that uh, you know prevention of sexual crimes against children against children act and EVM is erode Venkata Parama Saminaikar. So uh, that's Periyar. Who so Periyar is a very uh, important and he's the biggest leader in um, Tamil Nadu. I think as a state as the ethnicity he's probably bigger there than even Ambedkar or not bigger he's as important to Tamil Nadu politics as Ambedkar is to Dalit politics Absolutely yeah. So when they put that out then apparently they deleted it but then they put it up again from this the BJP state Twitter handle 
they removed it from like no from the IT cell Twitter handle. So I wasn't sure what they were trying to do. And what this refers to is uh, after Periyar formed the Justice Party, which then you know became the Dravida Munnetra Karagam, and there was two parts of it. Uh, his falling out with Anna Durai, right? Yeah. Anna and he had a fight because he Anna was his prodigy. He was going to inherit the party, but he disagreed when Periyar decided to marry this young girl who was in her late twenties, early thirties. She's thirty-two, yeah. She's not young girl. Thirty-two is also young girl only. No, 32. it's a woman. But back then, like... back then, when the probably life expectancy of an Indian woman must be forty. No, back then thirty-two must be very, very old, old because yeah. women were getting married like. Yeah, so the life expectancy as... at independence of the average Indian was in the forties or fifties. So, hmm. so he married her, and that led to another and his falling out. But that's basically the point. Now, this led to, of course, a backlash. That how dare the BJP say this about Periyar? From your having followed politics, national politics, does this show complete disconnect from BJP to how to win Tamil Nadu, or is it just an aberration? Because if someone who's thinking so hard, you see how the WhatsApp groups have created all across the north, they can't be so idiotic to think that they can say this about Periyar and get away with it. I don't think it was a mistake. Uh, it seems to be quite deliberate that the BJP does have a dislike for Periyar. It also feels that it's Periyar's legacy that is preventing the BJP from uh, growing in, in Tamil Nadu. So, you know, they do want to attack that icon somehow, even if it's not directly and it is through in innuendo or it's through WhatsApp type rumors. So they would want Periyar's image to be harmed in some way because that's, I mean, it's Periyar's legacy and Anadurai's legacy that is uh, that is giving BJP the biggest pushback, uh, ideological pushback in, 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 in Tamil Nadu. Yeah. Hmm. I see. So, uh, what do you think, uh, Miraj? Do you think this will yeah, impact their... I mean, um, Amma's party, Jalita, after she's died, AIDM Gito is as good as nothing. It's yeah. like the B team. This insult to Periyar, if these guys continue to be their soft allies, does AIDM risk being completely irrelevant and then it'll be like a mono-party rule, one-party rule in Tamil Nadu, man? I think uh, AIDM is already sort of on the vein. Hmm. going up to the next yeah, election yeah. but like Aditya said this is more ideological than like a political point scoring or anything like they have a problem with uh, Periyar they have a problem with Ambedkar also they have a problem with any Muslim leader also any Dalit leader also like with Chandrasekhar Azad right now so they they can't tolerate these people because they go against the very ideological project they are trying to construct in India and these people are railing against that their legacy is against that also Periyar's anti-Hindu credentials are so strong that no, you can't even appropriate yeah. him and anti-Brahmanical yeah, yeah Ambedkar they can still but this guy is just out hmm. there yeah, he there's was no reprochment but why right. even, even Ambedkar's anti-Hindu credentials are so how have they been able to like I mean, appropriate to, Ambedkar like, and not Periyar used to go and hit uh, Ram Idol with chappals uh, you know so the, it was a very extreme kind of uh, anti-Hindu narrative that Periyar stood for he was a radical he was promoted a atheism right even yeah promoted that, was the, that was the foundation of the justice Ambedkar party Ambedkar was atheism. still trying to f- figure it out within the folds of the yeah. larger Hindu Ambedkar Hinduism, still had yeah. a spiritual pursuit much yeah. like Bapu yeah, did Periyar had no He was out of the fold He was completely He was more radical What I don't understand Is this supposed to be an insult She was his wife Yeah Yeah, So what they're saying Is that he married someone So much younger than him Sexual abuse No no he's saying uh, Maniyama's father Periyar Why would they say that Why they're saying it Is because he was old enough To be her dad And look he was like Romantically involved I mean it's just What is your view Anand Do you think this is uh, A lack of understanding Of Tamil politics Or 
it's it's a part of trying to discredit periyar cuz i mean realistically i'm not even like a hardcore tamil i'm just half tamil who's never lived there even i know dude you can't fuck with periyar and get away with it in tamil nadu and if you're in electoral politics that has to be a priority right it can't only be ideological also the demographic composition of tamil nadu is that that uh, periyar cannot be wished away so uh, you also uh, if you have are serious about electoral politics in a state you have to take care of the demographic composition also if not for ideological politics then for electoral politics uh, but uh, having said that how much import should be given to a social media post whether it, it was a blunder on part of someone who was handling social media or is it a part of the larger bjp plans for tamil nadu needs to be seen now a second point about uh, say the anti hindu hindutva formation well uh, that is uh, uh, if it is thinning out it uh, hindutva is a very fluid term so uh, bjp uh, defines it in civilizational way the very way in which uh, tamil nadu's uh, leading english newspaper the hindu itself calls it hindu so they can go into the intellectual niceties of it but for electoral politics to construct a parallel iconography by a demeaning someone who is already the icon of the major demographic component of the electorate there is uh, stupid yes hmm So I guess I think some North Indian would have made that. I guess it's in uninformed probably because no, but I don't think it's just an error because they would have removed it as a social media post not reposted it again then. No but it would have hand. been a mistake it would have been lack of understanding if it was say a BJP leader in Delhi posting it. Yeah. yeah. yeah this is the state BJP right. posting it I mean, so they know what, what is at stake. I mean BJP leaders in North I think North Indians in general also don't understand why Periyar yeah, I mean a lot of them would be very offended BJP by too. Periyar yeah. and what he said or stood for. Well it was uh, the original one I'll just quote from the newsman's report. It said uh, the party's tweet on the leader has since been deleted but as the state commemorates his death anniversary the same tweet was posted again this time by the party's IT wing so the IT wing i think is a culpable deniability so the official no. post it was removed but the IT wing you know all the other bots or the other recruits they have they were posting it so i guess they realized that the party can't take ownership of it but anyway so that was that now let's move on to the prime minister's speech and then what's happening in up um the prime minister made a speech at ramlila ground i just thought the radio spots of that speech of that rally when they were asking people to come in delhi uh, those of you who aren't in delhi for about a week uh, you heard a few songs luckily that song has stopped playing that main hu shaitan ka sala kala bala whatever the fuck it's such a <laughs> shit song i don't know why the fuck it plays on and you know kids pick it up Uh, have you know the song of yeah, Shaitan yeah, Kasala Kala Bala Tala something like that Houseful ka hai yeah. so <laughs> so between that song there was Arvind Kejriwal's voice and a call for PM Modi's rally those are the three <laughs> things you heard for like 10 days in FM one is dosto bahut bura lagta hai jab koi apni maon aur bachiyon ko kuch karta hai Arvind in his emotional best but the other one which was Modi's rally bari bheed mein aaiye aur आभार प्रकट करिए मोदी जी का इवन द फकिंग मैसेजिंग फॉर द स्पॉट टू टेलिंग अस टू कम टू द रैली इज कम टू फकिंग थैंक हिम देकिंग गॉन मैड यू कॉल साउंड फॉर रैली सेम आस्क फॉर समथिंग और यू नो लेट मोदी जी थैंक यू 
come there in the fucking cold while he's in that shawl to thank him that's the ad and this <laughs> is kicking it's, off the delhi campaign apparently so, so i'm just i'm you know i think there are so many telltale signs of where the head of this of this establishment is they are actually in the zone that he is a king which we all have to thank i don't okay. think any creative agency would also be that tone deaf to not understand that what this ad sounds like so i just thought that was a telltale sign of where this is coming from yeah because such kind of projects ideological projects need a cult figure they, you have to thank have him a, for everything thank yes, you for letting us yeah he is the great savior he is the messiah who has come to deliver the nation and the people from all but evil but even indira gandhi was like that but even she didn't say come to thank me you know <laughs> 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 come to ram and come thank me to abhar prakat karne aaiye bhari matra mein but i think indira also indira gandhi used to have this dhanyawad rallies in which you know if she organizes a big scheme the people are supposed to come there oh, really? and thank her that. for uh, you I mean, congress even as till as late as the food security act organized used to organize dhanyawad oh, that rallies that was manmohan singh thanking sonia gandhi dhanyawad aapne abhar prakat karte hue dekhiye abhar prakat karte hue manmohan singh so uh, in that uh, basically speech there were too many factual inaccuracies now i'm just curious to see um how much of this is believed because a that there are no detention centers in any of the country there are photographs and video evidence that there are detention centers in many parts of the country including in nerul where mr fadnavis had said that we are getting one up here uh, in maharashtra uh, then there was his factual inaccuracy about सॉरी वॉट इज से अबाउट पे कोई बात ही नहीं हुई हाँ या वेन देर इज अनफ वीडियो एविडेंस इन द पार्लियामेंट दैट दे हैव प्रपोज दैट दिस इज वॉट इज गोन हैपन पीपल इन हिज पार्टी विद ऑफिशियल सो आई जस्ट थॉट दैट वॉज इंटरेस्टिंग फॉर हिम टू मेक अ स्पीच लाइक दैट विद द कॉन्फिडेंस ही डिड एंड वी आर जेन्यूनली आई थिंक इन द पोस्ट ट्रूथ हीरो सो in that context i just want to quickly discuss the speech and then we can move on to manisha can tell us what's happening in up anand why don't you start did you see the speech so uh, i i may have a different opinion i would like to be more focusing on mlss than opinion because, sure uh, that would then be uh, like two poles and there is no way uh, you we can be going in circles but uh, i think it was uh, a speech uh, which had to be full of bombast because uh, i think prime minister was in a mood for a tactical retreat and uh, a retreat from a position where the optics were not good for him and uh, also uh, i think as a head of uh, say the executive he had to be also be a moral boosting figure for the say the coercive organ of the state that is the police force so he has spent uh, quite a few minutes on that and then uh, there were uh, as you say factual inaccuracies they might be there and uh, it's not very unique uh, to mr modi that uh, the prime minister or chief minister or cabinet ministers affect maxwell doctors Uh, some of the reasons for them are political and some of them may be just ignorant uh, and some of them may not may just be because not being updated on what of things sorry i have and a question uh, anand you can carry on i i just had a question i i get of course every politician lies through their teeth but what i'm saying is a demonstrable lie that is so easily demonstrable 
लाइक यू नो वन सेज कि हमने ऐसा कर दिया आप जिन्होंने दस हज़ार घर बना दिया ना यू कॉन्ट गोट सी दस हज़ार घर बनाए कि नहीं हर घर में पानी पहुंचा दिया अब पता नहीं पहुंचा है कि नहीं कौन जाके बट ये तो आप बहुत ईजिली चेक कर सकते हो आई एम सिंग इन इन दैट रिस्पेक्ट इट वॉज न्यू फॉर मी बट या जस्ट वॉन्ट नो योर थाट्स ऑन दैट yes like to say say for example delhi uh, deputy chief minister said that uh, bjp used delhi cops to burn buses hmm. now that can also be verified if uh, an investigation is uh, done so uh, i mean that uh, some of the i don't see that every uh, whether it's mr modi or shishodia every political every statement is uh, just for political gain some of it is pure ignorance also some of it is also being poorly updated by say their aides or even bureaucrats so mm. uh, depending on which side of the divide you are you either give him the benefit of doubt or not i see yeah uh, manisha and then i'd I like to like have a like sodia's remark on that was basically it was a social media thing it was happening on social media he picked it up and said oh look delhi cops were burning buses I don't know if he backtracked on that or not, but India Today did carry out an investigation that showed that this was not the case. The bus was not burnt and all that. I think for me the interesting thing was one this this opposition that Modi and Amit Shah keep talking about, and I I think that language of television news has really like it's really shocking for me to see a prime minister use words like urban naxals. The oppositions urban naxals are saying this. Urban naxals are saying that when. That's tukde, not the tukde case. Gang, or when Amit Shah says that "tukre tukre gang" in Delhi has to be taught a lesson. So, creating this opposition out of you know what, out of everyone, "tukre tukre gang," urban naxal, Congress be beach mein jati. Jabki Congress has not, it's not led the anti-CA movement in any way till now. They haven't really been anywhere. It's been. Quite leaderless. Congress should actually be quite surprised with the amount of competence Modi attributes to them that you yeah, know, they yeah. are behind everything that is going exactly. on against his. Exactly. And government. also, I think some of the things that uh, Modi said, like he's also not that dumb. It's some of the stuff that he says is very crafty. Like his statement on detention centers. What he said was that Congress and urban Naxals are saying Muslims will be sent to detention centers. So. ऐसा कोई डिटेंशन सेंटर है क्या नहीं है बट एंड नाउ हाउ इज बैक ट्रैक्ट ऑन इट इज सेंट आई सेड मुस्लिम्स विल बी सेंट टू डिटेंशन सेंटर बस इज देर सेंटर ये डिटेंशन सेंटर का मुझे दिखाओ he kept saying that but but what the reference you're talking about he made way before in his speech later he kept saying show me these detention centers but he's spinning it to say show me the detention center where muslims will be sent so that's how it's playing out on television news now uh, okay. so yeah. you know then there's and It's very interesting how TV news has covered this. In fact, uh, yesterday all the prime time shows were talking about det- these detention centers, and now uh, you know Samit Patra gave a press conference where he said it was Congress that sanctioned these detention centers, which is true. In Assam, six of them were built under the UPA because there was an NRC, and there's the state already has a legacy of NRC and figuring out illegal immigrants and all that. And everyone's conveniently forgotten that the call to build a detention center in every state was given yes. by BJP. Yes, that no one's. There should be one in every state. So. that was not a part of the supreme court i just feel that even if we keep fact checking the prime minister and a lot of people have done so alt news and i think social media every journalist many journalists on social media were so quick to do it but when you watch mass media the i mean it's another world game altogether that is precisely why he lies, they lie so brazenly because, because like his, i was saying yeah. the last time also mass media in this country is now essentially an organ of the state so they know they lie brazenly and there's this huge apparatus of information and distribution which will tell people these yeah. lies and sell them as truth like sell them as truth there's a bit of social media but that's still in india that's restricted and 
social media anyway it's like become like ideological bubbles so you follow only people you agree with kind of a thing so these lies will spread and saying that you can give modi the benefit of the doubt that maybe bureaucrats fed him this nonsense nrc is the biggest talking point in this country for the last 3 weeks he can't be ignorant about this hmm. so he's brazenly so lying because he knows this will happen in fact right after the rally ended uh, we spoke to a few people and we have a video which we are putting up maybe today you ask the people and every single one of them is saying modi ne acha kaha modi ne acha kaha and then the next question is acha media ke what are you what are your thoughts about how the media has been covering this protest ha media has been all crap except sudhir choudhary z news this kind of the people rohit sardanagar sure. and what about like who who's the media person you don't trust ravish kumar ndtv like this hmm, every no, but, single but i think that's a bjp rally so it's fine that's bjp rally no, but BGP that supporters. is like 50000 people sure. and no, they but, are the people who will go age and spread the word but you know i also think and i keep uh, you know and uh, you can come in after this uh, i like for example the us the media is so majorly against trump right mass media why you have a fox which kind of sometimes it does say that trump has gone too far and at least they stand up for their journalists or even journalists in general they will not endorse journalists being clamped like you know an arnab here will endorse a raid on pranoy or will endorse a banning of that channel it's disgraceful here i'm here the partisanship is to such an extent that they don't realize that it will be their heads will be clunked when the government changes there at least fox has that decency even then trump is right when he says i could shoot someone on fifth avenue and people will still forgive me like I have a cousin and she's a PhD in history and the kind of shit she talks and when I say that this is not factual she says Google can be manipulated she doesn't watch news or media because Modi has said it must be true if Modi has said it is summer right now it is summer right now the jackets and all are false so I think Trump and Modi that were very similar whether the media opposes them or endorses them their base will believe them no matter what like i was saying that is how the cult of personality works sure. if you are the savior everything you do is for the good yeah. if yeah. you i mean if you look at the sea water poll on the nrc and the citizenship act uh, you know a majority of people do say that it is unconstitutional a very large number about 65% said that it will be a financial burden on the country but 65% also support the bill so it's it's a thing that okay it might be unconstitutional it might be a burden but modi ji ne kiya hai to theek hi kiya hoga so th- there's a very large section that will back it just because modi has done it they believe in his intent exactly even they if think, they know the facts of constitutionality yeah so they think he's you know taking the country in the right direction so there is still a broad degree of support he has and as a result uh, people are supporting this bill as well except for certain sections okay so manisha but before you but i think you, i hmm. think one i think the way to me principally and this was a very good piece in indian express also that spoke about how like our certification system is so screwed up like birth certificates and death certificates we are just not a nation that has that system in place so i i do i did see some people like lalan top interviewed this guy who was talking about the economics of it about and and kejriwal also i think he made quite a sensible statement when he talked about ki pakistano कहानियों को हम डॉक्यूमेंटेशन देंगे और जो इंडियंस डॉक्यूमेंट जिनके पास नहीं उनको भेज देंगे आई आई डू थिंक दैट मे बी पीपल हु डू सपोर्टेड राइट नाउ सपोर्टिंग इट बिकॉज दे हैव दिस घुसपेटिया नैरेटिव स्टक इन द हेड बट इफ इट कुड रियली बी कम्युनिकेटेड द इकोनॉमिक बर्डन ऑफ इट एंड द अनफेयरनेस ऑफ डिमांडिंग डॉक्यूमेंट्स इन ए नेशन दैट डजन हैव अ ट्रेडिशन ऑफ डॉक्यूमेंटेशन आई थिंक दोज आर द टू पी थिंग्स दैट 
I think large people will agree with it. Even if you dis- support Modi. We discussed in the hafta about a year or two years ago in the National Archives. There were some very important uh, things that got termites on them. Some reels, that film, which is very rare footage hmm. of I think Bapu of someone. It was eaten by termites. Some to apna. National archives we can keep. I mean, we were doing this thing on WhatsApp yesterday in our own group, right? Asking who has birth certificate. So many people in our own office don't have birth certificates, or have birth certificates and it's like baby Pandey or baby girl or baby whatever. You know, the yeah. name is not there, and that's what we are as a nation. Names are given one month later after Namkaran and all. So how do you, you know? You I think that would resonate with a lot of people. I mean, that's why I think uh, the prime minister's speech was important because he sort of drew a distinction between CA and NRC and said NRC is not there because it's NRC that people are actually afraid of that yeah. the poor are afraid of that they don't have uh, documentation. So he's trying to give that impression that okay, you won't be in trouble. Yeah, uh, but I think it would be anecdotal. But the people around my, you know, housing society, which is a forgy. Uh, you know retired forgy colony most of the ladies there you know are fans of modi and support ca but f- it's for none of the reasons that we have discussed it's this one line muslims have so many countries to go to hindus should have one that is it they don't know what the ca does they have to N- nrc se kya hoga npr se kya hoga this is the one line that's it and that's how the bjp has framed exactly it also. that so you can't win is, this on an economic argument yeah, exactly like it was with demonetization also right you could make Everybody knew the economic argument was wrong, but people hmm. still supported it. Yeah, because Modi ji and there was this larger scheme of national greatness and national glory. It's the rhetoric. The detail yeah. is irrelevant to yeah. to most people. So we'll just come back to what's happening in UP. Fact. But I just want to talk about Jharkhand a little bit. Uh, did you have reports in Jharkhand, Aditya? We did send one person. Yeah, he, I see. Yeah. And did that person beforehand only have some sort of an idea? Uh, sorry, do you want to comment on the speech, Anand, before we move on to Jharkhand? Two, three things. Uh, uh, the constitutional aspect of it is, uh, still has to be settled by the court, and uh, so uh, whether it is constitutional or not constitutional is, is still a grey area. Second, the economic logic of it. So now the thing is that uh, as I uh, discussed in times of general elections, also that uh, the non-tangibles, the non-tangibles are also as important in political discourse. So identity politics, cultural politics, also takes precedence over the political behavior of people. So even if you argue against the economics of it, a lot of them would not go by that. Uh, also, whether the same set of documents that were required in NRC in SM would be required in the, say, the imagined NRC that they were going to roll out. One does not know whether they would do now or not, but... Uh, might not be same. We don't know what was, what is the design of the NRC for the whole country. So whether birth certificate would be required or not, or, and they have not uh, listed the documents that would be required. Only these two points. Okay. So now Jharkhand, we uh, had one report from there, which uh, our former colleague yeah. had done, Amit. Did your reporter give you any, you know, idea from on the ground? Because as far as UP is concerned, uh, when we had our reporters in UP, you know, during the general election, at least from a lot of the ground, what our guys are saying was that BJP has a pretty strong grasp. And where else was Ayush, where he had shared some feedback which went against, was in Madhya Pradesh when he said that Congress is actually doing quite well. Uh, no, no, he was uh, at Sadhvi's seat and he said Sadhvi would win. He said Sadhvi would win, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think on-ground reports, reporters, if they've been there long enough, do get some sort of an idea, I think. Uh, did your guy have any idea? Did he suggest anything that 
what was he did he? say that i mean there's a lot of resentment against raghubar das uh, he wasn't entirely sure if the opposition will be able to uh, benefit from it he said that vote is getting a bit splintered between the jmm congress rjd alliance on one hand and the uh, the ajsu and the jvm uh, on the other uh, they but one thing i think which he did catch and which was evident in the end was that uh, there was a lot of resentment even within bjp supporters uh, particularly upper caste voters against raghubar das and that he himself could lose his seat so that thing i mean that prediction yeah, clearly very unpopular yeah that turned out to be quite uh, right and it seems a section of bjp did eventually wo- go against him so it was i mean in the morning it was neck to neck and i remember the bjp mp from uh, jharkhand uh, i forget which constituency exactly but he's a gentleman wears specs and got has got a mustache so nishikant dubey uh yeah. maybe i'm not sure So what he was saying was that you know when it started off it was like eight BJP, seven Congress, nine Congress, eight BJP. You know it was like that. But these are all postal ballots. Like ninety five percent of these are postal ballots. So by the time it was, I think ten thirty eleven, BJP was pulling ahead a little bit because you know the f- first few EVMs must have been opened. So he was saying, "Ab jaise jaise sura joglega, uglega nahi sorry, niklega, phool aur bhi khilega, aur phir ab dekhna dopehar tak to full ho jayega." To वासु और एन डी टी वी सर ठीक है हम आपसे दोपहर को बात करेंगे और ऑफकोर्स बाय द टाइम दोपहर केम फकिन इट हैड गॉन इट वॉज इट वॉज लाइक फोर्टी सिक्स एंड लाइक थर्टी और समथिंग इट्स एन एट्टी वन सीट असेंबली सो द हाफ वे पॉइंट इज फोर्टी वन सो फोर्टी सेवन इज लाइक वे बियॉन्ड मनीषल गिवस द सीट टैली फाइनली सो आई वॉज वेटिंग फॉर दैट गैट टू कम बैक बिकॉज यू नो आई फाइंड दीज ऑन काउंटिंग डे एंड आई वॉज होपिंग टू आस्क पर्टिकुलर जर्नलिस्ट आई वॉज पोस्ट टू इंटरव्यू हु कैंसिल दैन what is the benefit of you know talk shows on opinion polls talk shows based on speculation i mean you're dedicating at least 20 lakh rupees in the infrastructure the studio cost the for like a 3 hour discussion over different shows on something that may or may not happen and often doesn't why what why do people watch it why do they do it can it, any answers well this we've asked so many times <laughs> but the answers yeah i mean you just need some tamasha i mean there's nothing else to watch i mean probably if you could give people something else to watch they might watch but it's like people say about socialism no it didn't fail it was never tried <laughs> so it's like it's like that okay so yeah what was the final tally manisha uh, the final tally was uh, jmm congress rjd 47 seats and the bjp JMM 25 charkhand mukti morcha yeah. which is credited with form being the spearhead of the agitation that made jharkhand happen so i didn't uh, follow i mean this was guruji yeah. they were how many what seats jmm jmm alone won around 30 so wasn't guruji the minister for water in manohan singh's cabinet yes, he when was. he was missing in action and coal there was a minister, warrant coal, coal minister, minister to begin with but also when there was a warrant against him there was a cabinet meet and he didn't show up for the meeting because he could be arrested that was him only wasn't it that was shibu soren na yeah, yeah. shibu yeah, yeah, soren yeah, yeah. that was him but i wow. so this I, but now he's being celebrated as a visionary it's amazing ha huh? politics like <laughs> news makes anything happen anytime matlab now suddenly he's this giant killer not him his son his son, is. His son. Not, yeah his son but his son the photographs are him touching his daddy's feet to gai, and no but wo to chhuega theek hai beta to baap ko pyar karta hai na लेकिन मीडिया मतलब जीतना वाला गधा हो आप गधे की पूजा करने लग जाते हो आई क्यू फॉरगेट एवरीथिंग दैट हैपन इन द पास सॉरी आनंद यू वर सेइंग नॉट ओनली दैट यू यू इफ यू गो बैक टू लेट 90s मिस्टर शोरेन वाज द फर्स्ट प्रेसिडेंट व्हेन व्हेन झारखंड हैड नॉट गॉट फुल स्टेट फूड इट गॉट ए स्टेट फूड ऑन 15th नवंबर 2000 
So before that, there was an autonomous council that was there for Jharkhand. So Mr. Shorin was its first chairman and there was a corruption case within that council within 10 days of its formation. So so he, he is quite quick. So... Uh, uh, and of course, there is the mid nineties. There was uh, the famous uh, JM JM bribery scandal that saved Mishima Rao government, and uh, I think in ninety three, ninety four. In fact, so, if you uh, could just uh, remind our younger viewers, if I remember correctly, what got these guys? They were sentenced by the court and went to prison for bribing, for for accepting bribery. But the only thing that saved. Uh, I think Narsimara was because it happened on the floor of the house and that is outside judicial review, right? What happens on the floor of the house. So if they voted on the floor of the house, that is okay. But because the bribery happened outside the house, that was not okay, right? There was something bizarre like that. Anand, am I right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. That was the case. Another bizarre thing so, in this was they they and, deposited the bribe money in Punjab National Bank. I mean, it's an imandar. Sorry, go sorry. ahead, Anand. What what I was saying that that the still the opposition would be more eager to have a breakthrough state where it would drown BJP. I mean, it would it would badly trample it. Because here also, you, if you see in Jharkhand, I am not going reinventing the wheel against uh, first passport the system i am not in favor you you uh, work within the system i am not for what was the vote percentage and how many seats you got but the only thing is that if you have vote percentage you are sure having a base and you can uh, be resilient and bounce back and that that is only why vote percentage is important for political parties. Hmm. So even in this election, BJP got to 33% of votes, uh, which is more than what the JMM and Congress got combined. So there are enough so, people there to create a movement which can get them back. So it's not really... Uh-huh. Yeah. And, so it, and, and also I think in a bunch... Sorry, also in, in a, also in a few seats, the margin of victory was just a couple of thousand votes. Yeah. So whether whether it is in Maharashtra or Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, uh, or the, the only state which opposition can count as a breakthrough state that it uh, won was Chhattisgarh, where it uh, trounced BJP, uh, and, and and that was it. Otherwise, and and that's why the Lok Sabha elections in Lok Sabha elections, uh, even after losing the three states, uh, BJP was successful in BJP. Uh, apart from Chhattisgarh, maybe the larger Modi narrative was. Right, Maharaj. that I think is the biggest sort of the that's where the BJP's power flows from right now. That's their biggest benefit is that they have these loyal voters. Sometimes they might get upset and vote for some other parties, but they're always loyal to the BJP and their ideological project, if you say it like that. And that's not going to go away anytime soon because this is like deep seated. They have worked on this before BJP, Janasang and RSS, they have spent decade, decades and decades cultivating this wood bank and it's not going away. So even if like they lose a state here, they lose a state there, there's always a chance they'll come back and they have this power on the ground which other parties don't have right now. I, I think, yeah, earlier they used to say Mayavati had the most loyal base. Now her base is also abandoned. I think BJP has the most loyal base. Uh, Aditya, Thanks to RSS. 
Thanks to RSS. Even Delhi, the even in the you know drubbing of six sixty-seven uh, seats for Kejriwal, BJP still got thirty-three percent votes, which they have been winning consistently since how many years? I can't even remember. Another ten percent swing here or there, and BJP can easily come to power in in any state. So it's a huge advantage that they come with, which all other parties' base is much weaker and much lower than that of the BJP. Others, yeah, there are situational coalitions like yeah, yeah. some parties up, some parties down. BJP, and when we are talking about like say thirty-two, thirty-three percent of vote in this country, that's a hell of a lot of number of people. Hmm. Like by population, that'll be like the sixth, seventh biggest country in the world. Right. So that's not a small yeah, and percentage. That, that's enough of a critical mass to influence another yeah. large chunk. Okay. I was quite impressed with. I mean, I did. We the this election wasn't covered really. Uh, deeply yeah. in mainstream media, but whatever little I read of Hemant Soren, it was quite impressive mm. how he campaigned, how he took on the chief minister, and I particularly liked his speech where he talked about the tribal cup tuta ghar mile Ram mandir hai aur usko khana khilana mile Ram ko khana khilana jaisa. So I thought he was an interesting character in this. Someone I didn't read much about, but I thought I it was very interesting I mean, to see how he campaigned. Was uh, handled by a very Interesting group of youngsters. There were about a dozen people from Oxford and Sussex and Essex and Tis Mumbai. Were handling his campaign. They were handling oh. his campaign, and yeah. they, no, I mean, they don't want to come into the public, but they sort of you know, said that we tried to present him as a very humble, nice guy, as compared to Raghuvar Das, who's increasingly being see, was seen as arrogant. Quite an interesting, very non-Prashant Kishore-like way of handling a campaign. Hmm. Quite there was yeah. also the caste factor, right? Because yeah. he came from a he was an outsider and Adivasi. Yes. He's not really an outsider. I mean, as oh. a son of him. No, no, no. Raghuvar Das, as ha, in ha. he was seen as being an outsider. But I mean, Amit Shah and Modi kept trying to make it national, and he kept bringing it back to like local issues, which I think worked for him. That's I think the only turf you can fight BJP on right now. Right. Hyper local issues. Yeah, exactly. I think local identity or, or ethnic identity, yeah, or, or linguistic identity is a. Bigger, at least it's working in the south. Clearly, nationalism you can't defeat them on. Hinduism you can't yeah. defeat them on. So, okay, uh, I have a couple of emails from subscribers. This is from Srijan Kapoor. Hello, sir and ma'am. I have been a subscriber of Newsroni for three months now. I'm a big fan of Abhinandan, sir. Thank you, Srijan, for being such a big fan of mine. You don't have to call me sir. Uh, thank you for your support, and your money goes into keeping news. And media independent. I'm writing this question after I just heard the podcast on the 21st of December. You guys talked about the role of media and journalists as to how an ideal journalist should behave or what his responsibility is. On one hand, where I totally agree with the argument, but I feel we cannot ignore the flip side, which is that of Godi Media's role in Modi's rise to power and re-election creating narrative of dissent is wrong. So, like in case of CN and NRC protests, I can say for sure that if the mainstream media is not playing the role like it should, will it be wrong for the parallel media to speak? who a lot of people are relying on, which is independent, and can it help evening the odds? Uh, well, for one, uh, it can't cause a sheer... Between Z News, Ajstak and ABP, which are all three pliable to different levels, you've pretty much captured 80% of the news market. Out of the total news market, Hindi is about 95 or 92. In English, is just 5 to 8. So, um, so in sheer numbers, no, Srijan, that can't happen. What, for example, what is Ravish Kumar doing? Why don't we have more like him? Well, I don't know. And I'm sorry this has become such a big question. Please forgive me. I want to ask one more point. You guys talked about the current protest being faceless or leaderless. I want to know what impact difference does a leader make. And you guys talked about the Umar Khalid. Why not Kanaiya Kumar? And I'm so sorry. You don't keep apologizing. It's fine. Srijan, you, you, you can ask questions. And if they are 
four questions you don't have to apologize so uh, i'll tell you I, i we did not say that umar khalid should or should not be the leader i just said that that first protest that was organized by an organization which had him as the only recognizable face i'm not surprised that protest didn't do very well because umar khalid is not a face who would attract a lot of people because while many people may agree with him on many things he has also said some things like that are extremely objectionable from even my point of view so uh him calling a, a, a protest would not be generate the kind of numbers you need someone little more vanilla face so i wasn't endorsing or dismissing him i was just giving the reason of why that protest in my view didn't work out this happened um, one week before the final protest became big it he had organized in jantar mantar and not even a few hundred people came and the second thing that i think why leaders important is a leader or a team of 5 or 6 can make a crowd of 5000 look like 50 and if you saw the kind of protest you know i had gone and seen what the turnout was at jantar mantar india gate there were thousands so in the janlokpal days even if we guys had like 2000 people we would make it seem like 20 because there was a manish prashant uh, you know there were shrishi's people were also you know at least at that time batting on the same side but right now even a million seems like just 10000 so if you had a team of leaders this million could seem like 10 million i think also spokespersons then sending your representation then it's organized right so that's what it makes kind of hijack it's like you get like it's it's like a battle if you get like you know 2000 people now fight they'll probably get trounced by 500 organized here i think someone like mamta banerjee is really making a difference in in west bengal she's sort of emerging as i mean she's of course leading from the front all the protests these huge marches the sloganeering the i mean so i think her batting from the on the front foot on this issue as opposed to the congress and samajwadi who are sort of okay we are with them but not exactly with them we'll send our supporters but not our flags doesn't really work that way i mean if a party wants to use this issue own this issue then they have to really be much come out much more stronger and and, and it is working in bengal because now the bjp also is saying okay no we are against an nrc in bengal chandra bose is yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. you know uh, no probably you should have included muslim so the bjp is confused because mamta banerjee has taken the initiative i think probably some other parties are missing this trick o- over here right i i just want to say to you know shrijan's question nikhil wagle tweeted yesterday or day before i quote hashtag #caanrc protests are spontaneous but now they need to have a coordination committee to decide future course modi government is spinning lies every day common people are confused and scared we need a sensible action plan He stacked Yogendra Yadav and Harsh Mandar. Yogendra has retweeted. What does everyone think about this suggestion of Wagli Nikhil? <laughs> Clearly, he is very desperately trying to position himself as what Kejriwal was to Janlokpal. He wants to be to this. And if that happens, that's the end of this protest. I can tell you. <laughs> so, so, but, but I just you are team Arvind, so we can't trust no, you. But that's no, I'm, I'm just telling you. Like when Yo, when yeah. they had made Kiran Bedi. the chief minister and you can go back on my twitter timeline and check yeah, i remember that tweet a colleague anand said oh what a genius move i was like dude likh ke le le isse bada bewakufi ho hi nahi sakti she will destroy whatever is left of the bjp dude i worked with these people you know who's a team player you know unless you are amitabh bachchan or rajnikanth or modi where your face is enough and none of these people are that you have to have major team building skills and All these people have the skills of 
making sure they piss off everyone in the team <laughs> no you you have to have an organization uh, even, even if like spontaneous protest you come forward and you become a leader for a while to sustain sustain that movement you have to have an organization behind you like he was saying mamta banerji that's right. because she has an organization on the ground working right. mobilizing people also you containing crowds if things go violent you need a leader to say okay stop yeah you, know, you have you know, to, you to control like the crowds also control. you have any feedback on this anand before i move on to the next mail no i am no comments because the, uh, the answer would be too long <laughs> okay fine uh, but just on this ravish but i think that though we are quite disheartened by what we see on mainstream media i still think that we should not dismiss the reach of people like ravish because like i've been saying this before also on youtube ravish is always trending and he's competing with like tiktok stars and punjabi pop stars and but there are a lot of people watching him hmm. so i don't know i mean i think we need more like robust research into really figuring out how much of news what kind of news is shaping what, is what sort reach? of people yeah because exactly. um i think we we'll need to have a more detailed piece on this yeah. the bark or the rating agencies that tell you what is the reach of channels There's some 30000 homes yeah and it's it's debatable how accurate they are anyway so this letter is from dhiraj it's a little long so i will won't read all of it but the gist you'll get dhiraj says hi all there are three things that i picked up from your conversation in the last hafta abhinandan is just modi or shah but on the left wing side <gasps> simply because he has now refused to talk to the other side after not being able to convince the other person you love gandhi i don't but his greatest teaching was to talk to the other side and be patient with people who disagree remember mandela him i like and rainbow nation remember what an eye for an eye does calm down pal i have friends who judge me for attending modi events In those groups by the way both Indian Express and News Laundry are right wing publications because I propagate both these and the virus centrist you have idiots on both sides <laughs> and and hell I am a centrist so just chill bay so first of all on your centrism dhiraj uh, anyway but let me finish your mail oh by the way shit it's the millennials and post millennials who are protesting yeah i made an observation i was so excited that they woken up thank you raman sir the sir is for the great one liner the job of a journalist is to report all sides of the story i was beginning to feel without madhu nl will lose sight of this thank you very much with you there i can still keep subscribing and expect good fair journalism objectivity some context i am an atheist i find it easy to see the appeasement politics on both sides because the religion on which the politics are done is irrelevant to me objectivity is not difficult if you are ready to remove your subjective lens the question is whether you can abhinand and i have heard enough haftas to know you can't and you are too old to change now extra mehraj my local opinion on british electoral then he's talking about labor and stuff and he's given some stuff about so but there too many words so just in case you guys are having a year end round up next week i would love to be a part of it some silly inputs from the common man abroad so dhiraj you should join us this this year is done but maybe next week we'll get you on we'll record at a time which is conducive to whatever time difference you are but one thing that you know i would request you to rethink a uh, the confidence with you you say that you can be objective and i can't itself displays your complete lack of self awareness if you are so sure of your objectivity then it is not objectivity right and this is not an argument like you really need to win it's an argument that has been won by people before me you cannot be objective you cannot say whether you're objective or not you come from your world view i come from mine so i not sure you have really thought that sentence through because it is very easy to demolish that argument and uh, anand ranganathan often used to sit here and call himself a centrist you can see what he does on panels today that's that's the centrist for you secondly the term centrist what is a centrist i have on hafta said that term itself is flawed so you are centered on everything 
So well, I say like slavery is bad. <laughs> somebody who doesn't have any principles. No, <laughs> no, I, no that's no. not true. No. I don't agree with this. No, I completely. I, so I have said, what do you mean by centrist? I'm a centrist. So there's one political ideology that says we should discriminate because people are black. One says no. What does the centrist say? Okay, uh, like, both sides are right. Like no, dude, that's not yeah, what a centrist. That is. Okay, tell me what is centrism. a centrist? No, when you say a centrist in general, if you're saying on a particular context, on Cent- economic regulation. I have a center view on economic regulation on you can privatize telecom bread butter but you cannot privatize water and air that is centrism as a general thing it's like I have curly hair like what What is centrist? I, I'm, I go I ahead. I think Manisha. I'm going to put uh, and link you guys to a very excellent set of letters that we'd received from NL Hafta listeners on centrism. I think they defined it very eloquently. But this idea that centrism means um, condoning racism or condoning casteism, or where there's an open example of violence, like suppose UP police going on a rampage, a true centrist will not say, "Ha, you know." What it's is okay. a true? Cent- That's what I'm saying. I mean, you. Then this is like the blank and scrabble, na. Everybody can decide what it means. It's a political philosophy a that is not for radicalism, but looks at pragmatism to push for change. What That's is what pragmatism? Is no, that the point is not that they're condoning racism or anything. The point is that the biggest problem right now with centrists is false equivalences. Yeah, they say pe- if you think Bhupendra Chaudhary is a centrist, then who I don't know. No, but no, I don't no, think Bhupendra no, is. No, but here I'll say Ram Gopal is a centrist. From how is he a centrist a, at all? I'd say on many issues he's centrist. That's what I'm saying. Again, I'd say Gandhi again, is a centrist. No, no, Gandhi was no, a huge centrist. No, no, no. You're quickly changing. You said on some issues. See, this mm. is my point, and this is what I said in the beginning. You're quickly introducing a word and doing what Arnab does. What? That on some issues. I'm saying on issues you can be centrist, but on some issues there is no center. So when you say I'm a centrist, as a general philosophy, it means nothing. If Again, no, you can, you quickly justified your sentence by introducing on some issues because take, I don't know exactly take that what sentence his... and remove some issues. I think you can be a centrist on many issues, but again that... on many issues. <laughs> See, again, yes, you can be a centrist. Okay, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I think this you are pretending think I could, you're disagreeing okay, with me by by playing with words. By saying exactly what I'm saying and saying I'm disagreeing with you, no, I'm But saying that we're centrist on many issues. But centrism is a political philosophy. It exists it, no. as, as just as you're a leftist so, so or a rightist. So it's Scientology, right. but it's an idiotic religion. It's no, not an idiotic at all. I think in the broader, like academic world, the term centrist is usually used for sort of these neoliberal, socially liberal, in but economically conser- very conservative, neoliberal kind of laissez-faire kind of thinking. Okay. So that though anyway, secondly, I mean that's neither here nor there. Secondly, uh, the assumption that an atheist makes you objective is, uh, Dheeraj, we shall discuss in more detail, but it's actually laughable. Uh, we shall discuss this uh, when we talk. And your last sentence, which again I have got Gary Kasparov, I've pulled him out. You've said that a journalist's job is to report all sides. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth, and nothing could be further from understanding journalism. Here's what Gary Kasparov says. Uh, it used to be here from both sides, from Democrats and Republicans, from conservatives and liberals. Uh, now it's simple: it's truth versus lies. And um, and I think you know this is what should be done: is just keep repeating the facts, uh, stop giving equal times. to lies so stop giving equal time to lies so what gary kasper tweeted also is this is my message to the media going into 2020 your responsibility is to the truth not to giving both sides when one side lies that is centrism that is centrism no Aapne it's bola, not yeah. <laughs> that is bhupendra chaudhary centrism no, that has become the main centrist i think i'm a centrist i don't think i i will condone violence but i do i could be on the center on many issues 
I mean, yeah, those people can't be called uh, centrist in that sense because they are just equivocating. They are not. Yeah, they don't have that's an ideology. That is what I'm saying. No, so who centrist? is a centrist? No, I what think you said that uh, those who are socially might stand for progressive policies, but uh, are economically neoliberal. That so, is what I'm saying. That's like a blank in Scrabble. Now everybody is defining it as how they want. So also, what Dheera just said was, he is like kind of equal. He's an atheist, so he's centrist. He's centrist, so his view is more superior to other views, and. His understanding of news is fundamentally wrong because it is founded on centrism. You have to report all sides. You don't have to fucking report all sides. Like, have you seen what Sudarshan News does? They have this Shur Prakha Bani Arundhati. I mean, it's so that centrism. Acha, wo bhi hai. Acha, dusri the NDTV bhi hai. Sudarshan is not centrist. It's rabid no, no, lunatic. I'm not saying the centrist. Channel. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm you saying the example a Sudarshan after saying that. Have you you didn't let me finish hmm. my sentence. Okay, go ahead. I said there is Sudarshan who has done this and there's NDTV who has done this. Now, I as a news critique say, here's what NDTV is saying, here's Sudarshan saying, you decide for yourself. And not, not make a one comment on... That, that is what... So, what Dheeraj says is, it is your job to report all sides. It is not Dheeraj. That is not what a journalist does. You should have a perspective and give everyone opportunity to respond to a situation. But this whole thing of... Reporting all sides is a journalist's job. That is not a journalist's job. A journalist's job is way more complex to be summed up in such a simplistic line. Of course it is. And I think I would not equate NDTV and Sudarshan News. But I think if I would call myself a centrist, then I would also pick... I would equally point out flaws of coverage in NDTV, for example. But that's not what I'm saying. So I mean, that's... See, now this is a... I mean, yeah, that, this is, what I'm saying this is, is... This is strong an argument. This... No, hang on. I should call you out. You are doing what spokesmen do. That... That does mean I won't call them out. But did anyone say that? That is not even the debate. You have introduced a new element to the debate. No one is saying no one should be called out. I am As a media critique, if you're saying a centrist would not equate uh, Sudarshan and NDTV. Both sides are the same coin. That is what I'm saying. So I would say that's not centrism. No, centrism but I would say centrism would mean not just saying NETV is the greatest. But again, who has which said is what that? the popular discourse on but, centrism. But, is. Let's talk about the discourse here. The problem with debates is we start talking about something we read on a tweet. Hmm. Respond to what is being said. Like I'm responding to what Dheera just said. Respond to what I'm saying. Not respond you're to what I'm saying. You're defining centrism as equating NETV and Sudarshan. Is that what you're yes. saying? I'm saying that's not centrism. That's what I'm saying. But but then you are introduced. That's not a centrist. But that's a dumbass. But you introduced. Like, but you qualified that. You qualified by the saying. But that doesn't mean I won't critique NDTV. But no one said you can't critique no, NDTV. No, I'm simply saying that's not centrism. What you said. That's a dumb person. Sure, For me, but, centrism would be to equally call out a channel like NDTV on the stuff that it does. And not take sides to to paint NDTV as this wonderful little channel or Ravish as this amazing journalist who can this, never be critiqued. That is centrism for me. Is this what I'm thing saying. about summarizing, you know, uh, getting all the viewpoints also a problem with how people are consuming news. I mean, news a lot of. Uh, news discussions are becoming panel, uh, uh, becoming one opinion versus the other. Not all is centered on reporters. So that's why people think, yeah, you can also put a voice on them, you can also put a voice on them. Yeah, exactly. When we don't put a voice on them, we don't put a voice on them. Exactly. Like on detention centers, you saw news channels just saying, Modi has said, now Congress is saying. Huh. There are very few people who exactly. actually said, okay, he, these are the detention centers, this is what the Congress, you know, sanctioned. This is what 
Ramchandra Gua, for example, wrote an article about constitutionality and all that. And then you have this r- rabid somebody who just gives a call for genocide. You have to give equal space to him also. No, yeah. you don't. You don't have to do that. That's what I'm saying. It is not that showing is all not sides. That is not a legitimate point of view. So when you are saying this is also a legitimate point of view, it's not. So that's centrism. So, yeah. And I think that and centrism is basically about an assumption that there is a universal value system that everybody has acknowledged. which is not true who center so uh, anand your view you heard that very spirited debate on centrism and dhiraj's views yes you... so, yeah uh, again now what i'm saying is that the whole discussion uh, has some assumptions of things being very scientific and since all of this uh, involves human beings and human behavior it cannot be very precise that uh, in its attitude So centrism, uh, you see, it may have context. It may have political, cultural context. Now, the Labour Party in, say, Britain may, uh, may be left of centre there, but uh, in if you say it transplanted to some other, say, a third world country, it may be may be very centrist its positions. So, in a continuum, in a continuum, what is left of the centre, what is right of the centre, depends a lot on. Yeah, of it depends on the political culture situations in it so these are not very fixed criteria second in individual responses uh, let me put it like this like the, that uh, centrism has become an arithmetic mean the kind of arithmetic mean that you calculated in mathematics so arithmetic mean between your intuitive response to something and the backlash that you account for so you make a you calculate an arithmetic mean that how can i account for it how can i take other perspectives but my intuition is that this is correct so position that you take what i see in opinion pieces and people uh, on social media when they try to be centrist they are artificial in this way they try to strike an arithmetic mean Thank you Anand. So Dheeraj, I look forward to your joining us on the hafta uh, not next week because I'm not here next week by the way Manisha is be hosting next week's hafta. I am traveling taking a much deserved break. The hafta after that you should join us but I must warn you the centrism argument is a very weak one. It's you'll really need to come up with some you know pull a rabbit out of the hat to kind of convince most people that it is some equilibrium which is more rational than another person's point of view it's impossible to kind of win that one this one is doesn't want his name mentioned he says please in case you read my mail don't mention my name thank you meghnath for reminding abhinandan to mention the date and time of recording the podcast by the way today it's 2 o'clock right now and it's the 27th of december so anything that happens after this will not be on the hafta he tells meghnath you are my favorite host of daily dose and co-favorite panelist on hafta where you share the honor with anand vardhan We miss Anand Vardhan as a live hafta panelist. Hope he returns soon. Anand, see, too many people are missing you sitting here with us. So you got to come at least once every two months for a day or two to Delhi and hang with us here. 
So does it... Then he has to pay for my travel. <laughs> okay, fine. So, okay, we'll pay for your travel yeah, once a month. Then you come here. I'll pay for your travel okay. from Patna, but once a month you must join us here. That you leave okay. to me. So, um, then we have a very long mail from Ashish Shaudhi, which is 1200 words. Bro, too long. Just cannot read. But what Ashish is saying is that what he has consumed a lot of content on the CAA and his diagnosis or prognosis of why there is no meeting ground is that for one lot of people, India is what came into being after the constitution and it's a constitutional entity where equality, secularism and all that our constitution says is what determines how our country should be. He's saying, but there are for a lot of other people, India is not this country that came into being in 47. It always existed, even if it wasn't a legal entity, which was the land of, you know, the, the cultural Hinduism, what, what he calls. And for them, that is what is India. So when they hear this line, and he's ex- said exactly that for a lot of people, the whole CA thing boils down to, Muslims have 26 nations to go to, Hindus should have one. It boils down to that because of where they see India, what they see, what the idea of India is. So he's uh, very eloquently explained that in 1200 words. So thank you. Uh, I did, Ashish, I read your full mail and he asked a few questions in the end that imagine the CA was introduced without mentioning any religion. What means adhering to Indian constitution ethos of equality will we grant citizenship to anyone who is a persecuted minority? What would have changed? Could such a bill have achieved its benevolent aim? If not, why? So there's some, you know, interesting questions he asks. Of course, he is completely opposed to um, the CAA, but he is trying to kind of understand why the other side doesn't get it. Well, you tried, Ashish. Dheeraj will be proud of you. And he is, I mean, that is the argument that the BJP is making, right? Mm. That this isn't just about constitution and everything. This is about, like, Hindu... Civilization. Hindu civilization from Afghanistan to Dakhand Bharat idea. He is right about that. And this last email is from Arun Amitabh Dalawat. A-A-D. Arun Amitabh Dalawat. Interesting name, Arun. He's been a subscriber for seven months. Thank you for your support, Arun. Thank you for keeping media free and independent. Do tell some of your friends to subscribe also so we can fly Anand down once a month for Hafta. He says apologies for the long will and sounding ignorant in certain places. You don't have to apologize for sounding ignorant. It's never stopped me. <laughs> so I don't apologize, do I? So he's basically uh, talking about, you know, we've spoke about the modeling restrooms based on gender fluidity. So uh, what he is a little more on the side of the point you and I were making, Miraj, uh, which is actually he disagrees with Manisha and and Meghnath that, I mean, this whole gender fluidity is a bit ridiculous. One day I decide I feel like a woman, so I'll use a woman's loo. So where does it stop? And uh, I mean, there are certain, you know, biological ways that you can determine. And right now we only have that. And uh, the second thing is that he disagrees with you that he says that friend of mine whose son said, I believe in the cheese religion and the teacher very carefully worded a mail saying that if that's true, can he work around his schedule? He says, um, I was taken aback when Miraj suggested the teacher phoning the parent of the kid who believed in the cheese religion is a good thing. I'm sure the teacher in her mind had called out the bullshit of the kid, but political correctness did not allow him or her to say it. This I think is a fair point as to where can we stop it? There have been cases of parents in the West giving children hormone therapy because they felt a certain way when they were seven or eight. Yeah, even I saw, and he's given two uh, links to Life Science and Vox. Even I read those articles that because a child at eight had started wearing girls' clothes, they, the parents introduced hormone therapy to make him into a girl. I mean, you're just 
figuring shit out right now yeah so no i think uh, sorry uh, the point i was making that time was about sensitivity so if the right. teacher is sensitive like the child says this and she checks with the parents it's and then being, calls out the bullshit. it's being sensitive yeah so it's i mean Fair as enough. long as it doesn't harm anybody political correctness is not yeah. something to be scorned at sure and i don't i had uh, you know a bunch of emails on this issue on the transgender issue disagreeing with me in fact there was one very spirited young lady who called me an old uncle who talks shit i've invited her to the awful and awesome so maybe you can join us we'll figure it out i think this this issue has generated a lot of conversation so we'll we'll do one on that so those are the emails now before i move on to what's happening in up manisha please keep the little context setting ready uh, i would like to request you who's listening to this podcast on stitcher or itunes whatever platform you listen to the podcast on to give us a high rating if it's a star rating or write a favorable review that makes the likelihood of us being discovered by others higher and then of me convincing them to become subscribers also increases and if we have more subscribers we can do more journalism and when you do more on ground journalism you'll get the facts and not necessarily let all people speak at the same time which is not journalism so we would like to do more of that please subscribe to newslawney.com go to newslawney.com on the top right hand corner click the red button pay to keep news free and when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served we have some more feedback from subscribers this morning as i was getting dressed i got a message on my mobile or whatsapp from a subscriber saying hi i'm samir i'm a subscriber uh, where where are you from samir so you're with us on the phone I'm I'm actually uh, from Mysore. Uh, I see. Right now, I'm in Ahmedabad. I see. So Samir uh, clearly had my mobile number. He said I disagreed with how I had in last hafta characterized libertarianism, and you know, Samir said that I haven't had to put it, you know, to paper and haven't penned my thoughts down. I can do that later. So I figured since it's too cold to hit keys to keyboard and it's too cold to call him to put ear to phone. I said I'll just let him join us on the half the and articulate his views. So welcome Samir, thank you for writing in. And more importantly, uh, thank, thank th- you. Thank, thank you for having thank me. Thank you for your support and keeping news independent by paying for it. So tell me what did I say last time about libertarianism and why do you think I uh, mischaracterized it? Uh yes, so uh if I remember correctly this came up and, uh, on a debate about regulations. Mm-hmm. and uh, your words may not be the exact words but uh, to the effect of saying that uh, these libertarians who go all privatize everything and then everything will be fine so right right it I, was I along those lines i think that was a very superficial and uh, largely misinformed view hmm. in my opinion tell me why um, so uh, basically libertarianism is broad umbrella term it it encompasses a whole lot of uh, different ideologies like you have minarchism you have classical liberalism you have anarchism all all these come under libertarianism because primarily it's about uh, liberty as the highest political ideal hmm that's that's what libertarians are concerned about and that's the only common factor binding people who follow all these uh, different ideologies right so again a little more nuance here uh, the priors that different libertarians hold are also very different and uh, that kind of changes their entire way of looking at things like i personally i am a deontologist uh, libertarian so my my train of thought is all about what is the duty of a person what what do i owe others in a society so everything starts from there 
Okay. Then there are consequentialist uh, libertarians as well who look at what would be the uh, outcomes of actions. So their sense of morality is defined by the outcomes, whereas mine is determined by the obligation that I uh, hold towards somebody else in society. So all these things uh, make it a very complex question. So if it's the way I think is it's not fair to dismiss it with one sentence. Like uh, in that particular case, when we are talking about regulations, hmm. what I feel is uh, there should be no regulation, uh, but that does not mean that uh, no regulation from the government, that is. But that does not mean that I don't believe in regulation. I, I feel that nature itself and voluntary transactions between people uh, without any coercion involved, uh, right. that so, itself is a very good regulating mechanism. So that's what I'm, but I think that's what I said, Samir, that in the context of regulatory mechanisms, the other stuff I have not really read up so much about libertarianism that, you know, the two other kind of libertarian thoughts when it comes Which to mor- when it comes to morality, but when it comes to regulation, uh, like you're saying that you believe in regulation, but just not government regulation, but regulation that is voluntary, then it's not regulation, right? No, uh, what I mean is uh, voluntary transactions between people are by themselves a very good regulatory mechanism. So, so the example I gave was then if we don't have a food and drug administrative, you know, setup that you are allowed to sell this and or in a restaurant you aren't allowed to sell this. Right. The assumption. Right. So you're saying from your ideological point of view that should not exist. So if someone wants to buy something, whether it's from a witch doctor or whether it's Gomutra to cure cancer, the transaction is regulated by the voluntary nature of it. And I think that assumes perfect knowledge that everybody has the same knowledge and same information and it's a perfectly level playing field. Not necessarily. There will always be information asymmetries uh, in society, in the market. Let me give you a counter example here. We go to a doctor. No, but if you okay. answer that question, is that is that what you're saying? That there should be no, those government bodies that decide what you're allowed to sell to consume and put into your mouth and your elementary canal, that regulatory framework should not be there by the government. That's what you're saying. Yes, yes. Because so then that, that is what... ends then up that, harming a lot of uh, innovation that ends up harming a lot of what would be otherwise beneficial to the person concerned. So it what... May not so, uh, seem beneficial from a third party standpoint but here my objection is to a third party trying to impose their outlook on somebody else right I, I but I'm still not sure how you are saying that you believe in regulation then there's no regulation if it's voluntary it's not regulation I, I, I'm using the term regulatory mechanism rather than regulation Anyway, I, I don't think that's practical. I don't believe... I can tell you with a fair amount of confidence with my education. I, I, and I can do one thing. I can share a couple of links which uh, elaborate more on this so that listeners yeah. look at them and form their own opinions. Is that okay? Yeah, please do. So those links will be available below the podcast on newslawny.com on our Hafta page. Do check out Samir's Wonderful. links. And uh, thanks, Samir, for sharing your views and your thoughts. And, uh, and thanks write a, for uh, giving me the opportunity. Not at all. And if you're ever in Delhi, come come by, join us on the Hafta. We can talk about stuff other than regulation. Yes, definitely. And enjoy Mysore. And it's it's one of my favorite towns, man. It's beautiful, yeah. Whenever you're in Mysore, come down next. I presume that you are a foodie as well. And uh, I'm uh, looking at switching careers, getting into the food industry. I'm a chef myself. Oh, nice. So I'd love to have you over. Oh, Great, we'll cook excellent. up a storm. 
हम सब आएंगे फिर मैं भी आऊंगी मैं भी आऊंगी ठीक है समीर हैव अ ग्रेट ईयर मैन हैप्पी न्यू ईयर मेरी क्रिसमस एंड अगेन थैंक यू फॉर योर सपोर्ट या हैप्पी न्यू मैं न्यू लॉन्ड्री बी फार मोर सक्सेसफुल इन 2020 थैंक्स सो मच एंड मे योर कुकिंग सेट द वर्ल्ड ऑन फायर थैंक यू ऑल राइट बाय बाय with that call manisha let's close with what's happening in up so very disturbing stories coming out of uttar pradesh and the police cracked down there after the citizenship act anti citizenship act protests about 18 people have died so far 14 of them have died of bullet injuries and uh, there've been scores of detentions uh, across districts uh, bijnor rampur sambal aligarh varanasi um and there've been really terrible footage that has come out of up where you are seeing police officers either you know lathi charging or beating up people or entering homes destroying public property so really going on a rampage hmm. and i think this hasn't gotten enough attention at all if, especially if you look at the mainstream television news channels except for ndtv i don't think anyone's even raised this issue or run those videos yeah and we've had a reporter there and from the two deaths that happened in bijnor at least suleiman and anas two boys both 20 year old it's very the police's explanation for how that bullet killed those two uh, people is just it just doesn't suffice you know they've been talking about a cop of their own that got injured they've refused journalists to meet that cop there's no fi they've all the claims that they've made there's no fir to back it up and i think the po- cops have also said that you know look our forces have also been injured but at the final end of the day there've been no deaths in the up police and you know that this is the same state where in bulandshahar when a mob was actually violent a police you know a person died the one of the guys involved in this was uh, bjp uh, was a bajrang dal guy this was when there were allegations of cow smuggling and there was allegations that police had not acted on those uh, uh, allegations police hasn't been very forthcoming of what sort of injuries of their cops sustained if you're saying that there was firing from both sides we still don't have proof of whether there are bullet injuries that the cops have suffered whereas when you look at the death toll the 18 people who've died 14 of them have died of bullet injuries and so, on other reports coming from the ground i'm sure that they're useful to people um it's become very polarized up is now a hindu muslim issue i mean let's not couch it in any other caa ca and pr and pr in word window इट इज ये मियाओं की तारीफ मियाओं वट एवर द प्लूरल ऑफ मियाँ इज ये मियाँ की तरफ है और ये हमारी तरफ है दैट इज द जनरल दैट्स यू पी इट हैज बिन अचीव्ड ऑफ वॉट आई एम गेटिंग फ्रॉम द ग्राउंड स्टेट and entirely a hindu muslim issue there seems to be i mean a state backed effort to sort of invade muslim localities loot whatever you can uh, you know as manisha was saying earlier in like jewelry and household items destroying mosques destroying cctv cameras before destroying anything else it's oh yeah there's been a cctv footage that i think a reuters journalist put up today where the police is seen the same thing that the protesters were doing in mangalore, in mangalore which is taking off the cctv camera you can see the police striking down the cctv camera before yeah and also there was this one video of a cop in mukherjee nagar in delhi hmm. saying sab yahan se 25 tarikh ko nikal jao 
और दो तीन को आना डोंट बी हेयर हम कोचिंग सेंटर्स बंद कर देंगे पी बंद कर देंगे दुकानें बंद कर दो लेटर वैन द डेली पुलिस वो सेट दैट हाउ कैन यू डू दिस यू बेसिकली इंटीमीडियट पीपल टू सिंग गैर एंड जस्ट क्लोज दिस होल एरिया डाउन लाइक वट गूंस डू दे सेट द वीडियो इज डॉक्टर्ड सो इफ वी हैड दैट लेवल ऑफ डॉक्टरिंग वीडियो वी वुड नॉट बी सेंडिंग द कांड शिट फिल्म यू डू फॉर ऑस्कर्स वी वुड हैव वन द बेस्ट एनिमेशन लॉन्ग अगो बट एनी वी आर इन एन एज वे यू कैन डिना एनी थिंग एंड नो वन क्वेश्चन इट बिकॉज इट्स सो पोलराइज सो दैट्स वॉट्स हैपनिंग इन इन यू पी एंड आई थिंक द द फिग लीफ ऑफ दैट this is not we are not trying to make it communal was torn and everything was clear as day was when the minister in up went to the houses of the victims hindu victims that refused to meet the muslim victims families he says i quote why should i visit those who want to put northar bijnor in flames unquote so this is basically a gentleman by the name of kapil dev agarwal he had gone to uh, you know as lawmakers do that if there's some victim someone got hurt in some lathi charge on some firing he went and met the hindu victims but did not meet the muslim victims and he said that they are the ones who are trying to burn this country and he did not say muslims but the dog whistles are out and this is what it's all about it's pretty blatant now even in karnataka they announced compensation for the two people who were killed and then they withdrew it because they were muslims and there was an outrage why would you give it to them right and then mamta banerji has announced some compensation for those people and in uttar pradesh it's really really worse i mean there have been reports from uh, amu saying students were forced to say uh, chant jai shri ram hmm. and there were other communal slurs and there's this one uh, video quint only put out shada put out uh, of cops trying to vandalize a mosque yeah i think right. they yeah. the he caught them i mean the cctv caught them there was a yeah cctv yeah. camera so they first came back and broke the, the cctv, CCTV camera, camera and then whatever they yeah did. i think there's also been audio of them um, calling names to yeah. uh, muslims derogatory names minor kids are being beaten up inside the lockup so that is really dangerous really i mean old if you man who was politicians though you already knew i mean there was a suspicion that police and the bureaucracy was also criminalized but this is blatant police is so communalized what do you expect i mean we have seen this since the beginning all the rights police have always been like uttar pradesh if not abettors no. they have been yeah. silent by silent by uttar pradesh armed constabulary is like among the most notorious when it comes to communal violence hashimpura was entirely their doing and this i mean it really their their role in all rights that took place in the 80s and 90s has been extremely dubious but and what has the coverage been like Tell us uh, from the uh, Anand, are you consuming much Hindi media there in Patna newspapers? Yes, yes, I do read Hindi newspapers. So, also. so, so, what yes. is the kind of you know how do they report what's happening in UP? Because clearly, in most other countries, it's kind of pelt, it's kind of dwindled. Both the protests have dwindled, the violence has dwindled, except UP. How is it being covered there? No, fairly uh, simply, things that you are talking about now, those kind of accusations are of course not there, but. Uh, the death toll or detentions are there and this uh, of this kapil dev agarwal saying that i won't go meet the families of the muslim victims like what was the opinion writing around this issue in the hindi media if there was any no it it's it has not been a matter of opinion writing it uh, um, there must be a box item around it it, it would be a report I see. I can tell you that in ABP news, at least yesterday when I was watching it, their ticker very clearly said that "badla nahi sabak sikhaya." So basically saying that rioters have been taught a lesson, and that's pretty much the line that I've Who seen. Who said that? Uh, ABP news tickers. No, that is a news ticker. They were quoting someone with ABP news saying. News ticker. ABP saying that "badla nahi sabak sikhaya." 
Are you what serious? What is yeah. the difference exactly? Sabak is to you've been taught a you know, lesson so it's just a lesson been done but it's not revenge. Badlai's revenge Sabak Zakai is that you no, were taught know, a lesson. No I know that is for the semantics but <laughs> when you read yeah. it like that it's the same thing. No but I don't believe Sabak Zakai no, are you sure this Sabak is a this is an ABP yeah, ticker. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a screenshot of it. Must have been a quote of someone. I don't mean. No, no, no. This uh-huh. is ABP news saying that Badla nee sabak sekhaya. Wow. So basically, we won't use this charged word, but we'll say the same thing in different words. Or maybe they had, because I've seen them do that. There's a subsequent ticker that says, you know, whatever hmm. Aditya Menon makes objectionable remark, hmm. and two tickers later, his objectionable remark comes. No, 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 no. That would be in quotes then, na? This is not in quotes. This was I was watching the show. This kept like flashing. I see. Okay. This the Suryavansham. What's it? Oh, Sudarshan, Sudarshan News. <laughs> had, you know, have has a headline that says Surpnakha. Um, Arundhati Surpnakha, and she's like this demon, uh, and I'm like blown away. Now, it's not new that there are people like this. Now, this kind of you know vitriol isn't new. What is new is that the person who runs this channel. is congratulated on social media by Piyush Goyal for the anniversary he has access to an Amit Shah he's you know has the respectability of journalism and that is centrism in my view that is chalo sudarshan news wale ko hi bula ke iske hath ye hain ek journalist aur fir wahan se sainath ko bula ke hai ek journalist you can have ideological disagreements but there are certain things which have no centrism so i think this is the best example of centrism gone completely full retard yeah, so and like also said, if you if there's social sanction for these things then you really know that you are in a broken society i mean not just socially i don't know that news sort of went under the radar last 3 years this country has only talked about economy 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 how everybody is suffering farmers are committing suicide mm. people are losing jobs manufacturing has gone to dogs mm. yet in this year alone the richest man in this country added 17 billion dollars yeah. to his income Yeah. Explain to, to me how wealth, that's not yeah. a broken society. Not, yeah. Not income wealth this difference but wealth, yeah. Yeah, wealth only, yeah. I think the one thing also like I was there in Lucknow when December 19th violence happened and that was the day when I think it was largely peaceful throughout the country except Lucknow uh, people burnt buses and they were burnt some like four five OB vans. And I think one more place there was Mangalore. Also, there was Mangalore. some violence. It was a little bit in the even in Lucknow. It was largely peaceful. Two to three pockets were where it, mm. you know, went out of hand. We again don't know who these guys are exactly because the police hasn't come on board. But that day itself, you saw most channels just showing that yeah. one bike and Obi van and one bus being that was burnt in Lucknow as. Like this was happening pan India, yeah, yeah. and Sudhir had that show also. Ki digi- digital Bharat ke pehle digital dange or something like that. So two or three, and in that in those areas of Lucknow, there are of course certain people who, I mean, you call just just upadravi people who just want to, they want to burn things no matter what, like pro CA rally, anti CA rally. This is just they just want to like create some sort of havoc. But you also saw that in many places it was just really peaceful. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I was there right there where the tear gas was going on and where there was some stone pelting. But you'd mo- walk like. 600 meters away, 800 meters away, there would be a peaceful group of people chanting slogans. If it's But that has completely been whitewashed with, uh, and that's been used now to justify the police action. कि उपद्रवियों को अगर हम ये सबक नहीं सिखाएंगे तो क्या करेंगे types. 
and if you have like a movement a leaderless movement like we were saying hmm. say 10000 people on the street there'll be 5 10 people 100 people who will do something hmm. nonsensical and then you don't know who those people they could be sp ke you know paise paise deke to koi bhi aag india yeah, laga raha hai they could be sp goons they could be so picked yeah when anna was released from tihar Yeah. You know the crowd that gathered outside. <laughs> There were ten or fifteen people whose pockets got picked. Yeah. So <laughs> you remember that, I mean, that uh, kind of farmers protest in uh, Madhya Pradesh yeah. last year? Uh, no, no, not farmers. Yeah, you're talking about the march in Maharashtra. No, no, no. Sorry, the uh, protest against the when they tried to scrap the SCST Act by Dalits and other people, hmm. and then there was firing, and then they figured out that this was a. Person from sort of the Sang Parivar, one of the affiliates of the Sang Parivar, who fired into the crowd. Yeah. Or if you even if you look at the violence in the CA protest, we just compare it to say the Jat agitation. It's nowhere close to yeah, yeah, what we've like usually insane. seen in agitations. This was fairly, I would say, still yeah, very very peaceful. Yeah, but that is the whole thing. That the media is trying to project one thing, and it's uh, and, and that's, that's where communalism, like Aditya was saying, comes in. They're doing this because they know they have social sanction to do all that. Right. But I think hats off to all the lawyers who've. I mean, in all of this, there have been a lot of lawyers who've gone yeah. there. Have been trying to give some legal. They're also being arrested now. So they're yeah. also being arrested. I think. So I, I think if, if I were the government, I said we talk about the weather. So we've had the coldest winter in Delhi in the last hundred years. No, hello. Yes. Yeah. Just uh, now, a uh, lot of ground has been covered by you. I I I would uh, just for the benefit of listeners, I just want to share my limited understanding of what police did and why it did. So you see, there, I I think since the situation is still fluid, it's a, it's still in. Uh, I think today also there is an internet shutdown and uh, in UP and uh, the story hasn't ended. The situation is still tense. So we will uh, we have not seen the end of it. First, it's an information war, and it's an information war being. Uh, See, I think fought over information asymmetry also because you see, unless there is an institutional judicial inquiry or some judicial process initiated, police does not share all information with media also. So they said this. They said that does not to always make up for the uh, the full picture because. When pushed, if you go to the court against police, they they would be pushed to share all facts, but they are uh, under no responsibility to share all facts with a particular journalist. So, if you think you have got all the facts from the police, you are wrong. Uh, they may be uh, as a shield for themselves, and and also please notice that police are source of lot of information. It's not just information asymmetry. So. First thing is this. Second, like say, Opishing. Opishing said that no, uh, um, say, bullet was fired. Now, the what are the practicalities of it? Practicalities of it is that sometimes it, uh, the superintendent of police is not aware of what the SHO has done in his police station, and SHO is not aware of what the constable has done. So this information gap can be very well there, and that is not a very uh, say uh, you uh, a statement that you can drag to the court. Second, there has been a, uh, uh, what I see here is that there has been a lot of sympathy, as, as you uh, rightly said, because since the police has become a party to this, and there is a polarized situation where pe- there are people who. 
are sympathetic to police also because there has been on certain platforms information blackout of the police of the violence on police or the mob violence people have not covered mob violence there are people who are accusing some platforms of this also and uh, like say now fact finding team say like uh, police uh, whatever little bit they have to say like the illegal uh, gate opening thing or or some bits like that or the uh, video of merit pol uh, merit shooting or something like that so they, they would share the kind of favorable opinion that they have like since i am in patna uh, and uh, it's related to media i want to say something that uh, and uh, in this uh, no mainstream media take an account of something either to refute or confirm something which has been a major talking point here that on december 21st in pulwari sharif and this is in a state capital not a remote town in bihar there is a viral video of a hanuman temple being vandalized and the hanuman idol being desecrated now this is a viral video which has been shared on twitter and i asked some people whether it's right or it's a valid video or not and a lot of people think that it's 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 what happened it's what happened now i think it's the responsibility of ministry media to either confirm or refute it or debunk it because uh, uh, such kind of re- if, even if it's a rumor it, if it is going on it's not right to I means uh, here one uh, two english papers in times of india hp and none of the hindi papers have taken uh, account of it one hindustan says that aman ke liye hum kuch tatthe nahi bata rahe to but uh, that has that stopped rimon mongering i think the media should also look at right so i just want to move on to uh, by the way while we recording this apparently delhi the protests anti ca protests have become really big today and uh, i think jorbag road is blocked and there's a procession from jama masjid so aditya where do you have to go after this oh, back to noida Oh, good luck then. <laughs> okay. I'll take so, the metro, I think. So, um, I was like, now just wanting to the anti-CEA protests. Will they go or won't? I had said we must talk about the weather, but there is a political spin to it. The thing is, it's so bloody cold in the last hundred days. Like tomorrow, apparently it's going to be five degrees at seven in the morning. You know, usually when it's four or five when you're sleeping, two or three in the morning you're asleep. But at least people like me are up at seven. It's going to be five degrees when you wake up. That's like. that's maybe in kashmir it's fine miraj <laughs> here it's not no but there's a i mean i i know i have shared with these guys also there's a difference between the cold in kashmir and here what? i can't really explain it but somehow this cold is like More hard cold, cold. Yeah. the yeah. cold back home is soft out here you go out and it sort of stings you. you you know Bites this is you, yeah. when we had gone i had made this documentary film in ladakh in chadar and it was like minus 20 minus 30 and a guy durgan i used to say man i can't handle this cold he says देखो हमसे तो आपका दिल्ली का कोल नहीं हैंडल होता मैंने कहा यू चोकिंग इट्स लाइक माइनस फिफ्टीन ट्वेंटी इज नो आई कैन हैंडल दिस Your Delhi cold really makes me uncomfortable. Like what the fuck? No, it's true. I mean, this is really stinging. This cold. That cold is somehow like pleasant, even if it's like. Because it's house cold. No, it's not cold. I don't know. There's something in the air. I, I can't no, explain it. No, I think it. it's a combination of pollution, cold. But I, the, the point I was making was that the political spin comes in. If this the protests don't lose momentum till March, you will have so many people out there. Right now, the cold keeps a lot of people from coming out. It will be insane. So this government. has to come out with something to placate because it's not like if this they die let's in the next week two weeks like the jan lokpal it happened over about 18 months in three waves so this is the first wave and the the first wave is coincided with the cold wave 
इफ द सेकेंड वेव को स्प्रिंग देन इल बी यू नो लोग तो धूप से एक नहीं आ जाएंगे यार सोचो कितने लोग आ जाएंगे चाय लेके मतलब थोड़ा कैजुअल पतला सा स्वेटर पहन के उट you know trans issues and stuff uh, so yeah let's try to do that a, a subscribers only podcast so if you want to participate write to us at contact at newslaundry.com and then you can figure out you know how many of you we can accommodate uh, on that note i'd like to thank the panel uh, and i'd like to get your recommendations for the week anand let's start with you my first recommendation is a bit general one i i would uh, like to ask people to follow PIB and the HMO uh, handle I mean, on social media and also their website. Not because of, uh, of a particular government, but uh, because that is the information that you would eventually be handling. That is the that is the the public authority that on citizenship or suppose this population register the authoritative. Uh, information that is the source because few bits from there few bits from there now various media platforms may be an ally of to misinformation but ultimately you will have to deal with the government and go for the government information governments can change but pib will be the same that, that that's it yeah that is my second list. all right thank you aditya so probably like stick with one book and a couple of series uh, so in terms of series i do watch uh, when they see us on netflix i think it's quite moving series for uh, about a uh, few african american boys who were wrongly accused uh, arrested in connection with the central park rape case and late much later they were acquitted but and what they had to go through in these times probably useful to keep in mind no when what happens when people are wrongly accused of a crime second one is completely different i uh, re- i mean ended up seeing the entire series and i thought it's a reasonably accurate one uh, rangbaz phir se uh, jimmy shergill's uh, i mean jimmy shergill is starring in this and it's on the uh, anandpal singh the gangster in rajasthan who was gunned down in an encounter some years ago he's from the ravana rajput community and i think the series is reasonably accurate to anandpal's uh, life and it's a, not a bad uh, true crime as uh, Hindi series, yeah, much like Rangbaz, the first Rangbaz in which Saqib Salim was there. Third is, of course, a a book by written by a very, I mean, a very very good writer, uh, Amandeep Sandhu on Punjab. The book is also called Punjab, and uh, he's written with a lot of heart. And for those who love Punjab, like I'm extremely fond of uh, the state. I have a very deep attachment to there, and you would really relate to a lot of what uh, uh, Amandeep has written. So, yeah. Uh, since we've been talking about the role of police in communal violence and or how they're dealing with the protests right now in UP, I'll recommend this book. It's about uh, the Bhagalpur riots and the Gujarat riots and how the police and the bureaucracy and the courts sort of ensured that justice was not done. So it's called. Uh, it's a 
from a legal perspective and it's done from the ground through the case studying the cases and everything it's called splintered justice uh, full disclosure i had the good fortune of editing it so it's a bit of a self promotion also but other than that it's a really good book to understand what's happening in this country uh okay so one piece in the print by asam ali you can't cancel modi rss why us style identity politics won't help indian liberals fight i think that's a very very int- i really had a lot of fun reading that piece another piece in the indian express existing government infrastructure is not conducive to launch nrc i think it raises some very pertinent issues that many people are not raising and i'd like to uh, plug hafta letters on centrism and i will quote from shurveer singh's letter who i highly agree i mean i I think he's articulated what I wanted to articulate earlier. He says that centrists basically want to work within the system, nudge it towards their ideal. They favor bipartisanship, negotiations, and coalition building. Uh, in 2008, Obama was publicly against gay marriage. I have no doubt that privately he wasn't. If support of same-sex marriage made Obama unelectable, I would gladly let him lie to public and then get elected and change system from within. That makes me a centrist. maybe bernie sanders supporters would consider this wrong i think in the indian context current caa protests arvind kejriwal is probably a centrist who hasn't come out in support of students or hasn't really completely trashed the police but he's probably playing it pretty smartly but a lot of people would accuse him of being centrist i think a journalist who would have gone to amu who wouldn't like go rara over the students or over the police would be a centrist to say that yes there was stone pelting from the student side too it wasn't as if it was a peaceful crowd that was just attacked by the police but would also then fairly report on the disproportionate action that the police took on students i think that would be centrism a damas would be like a z news or a sudarshan who said yeah, but, good students yeah, but, got beaten up no, but reporting is not i think reporting it's like we are talking about the color of the sky and i talking about tea No, reporting I'm saying has nothing to do with finish. Like I asked, let you finish your ability to cut into a sentence. Just <laughs> I don't listen to my last sentence. Also, when you said you said mm. it, so Darshan, without listening, what I was saying. I think it's we are talking about the color of sky, and you're saying how much does tea cost? Reporting has got nothing to do with centrism or not centrism. It is to go observe, report the facts, and come back. You can be a complete extremist and still do good reporting. So they are not connected. You are connecting things that are not connected. No, centrism I... is not a like I said. My hair is curly. It is always curly. Centrism is not this ever-present state of being. There is no such thing. No, I think that today when you have a lot of hyper-partisanship, there are journalists who are completely they are working because they have a very right-wing philosophy or a very left sort of left-center. liberal sort of a philosophy that drives their reportage. I think there's also a centrist sort of philosophy that drives a lot of reportage and I don't see anything wrong with that sort of reportage which is different from a Bhupendra Chaudhary's reportage. But that's my point. That doesn't do reportage. He's anchoring. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. Let me let's no, let me put it to anchors. something that you are close to. Hmm. If you're covering gender, I send you to Haryana to cover gender where women are being buried alive. Right? Your line of questioning to the man who says let's bury child children alive because they are girls. will be the same as your line of questioning to someone who says no we should save them no obviously not but that's not centrism your whole idea of centrism is warped Why? that's stupid I mean, you're uh, not going to open questions that have already been settled but, i'm not going to like so 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 here's what i'm so therefore it depends on what year you do it right on issues that have been no. settled you're saying this is settled in your head na it's not settled in that and it's that wrong person. it's criminal so no, no. i mean fine it's criminal so then if you're only talking about criminality in which case breaching Section one forty four is criminal, so that's it. That's the end of the report. No, these guys no, have broken the law by breaching section one forty four. That's criminal. That it's settled. There's no report to do. But that's but the police is using section four four criminally. 
Obama also went giving these fancy speeches, won a Nobel Peace Prize, and then went to war in seven countries. Yeah, and bombed more than Bush did. Yeah, so where does that happen I in centrism? So that's just lack of morals and principles. So we should do that, Manisha. But I can yeah. tell you, you should join us on that. I must warn you and Dheeraj. I I'm not saying this lightly. It is impossible to win an argument. I don't like saying winning or losing arguments because there is no such thing. That's a boxing match. I just think it's kind of impossible to have a sustainable and consistent argument. across time zones across ages and across geographies that are consistent on centrism and if your argument is not consistent across ideologies across geographies and across time zones on centrism it is easy to destroy i mean there's this are you saying centrism doesn't exist as a concept not that's what you're getting it yeah i'm saying as a state of being centrism consists in a context what is your view on privatizing water on privatizing rivers on privatizing shorelines you can have said but i am a centrist i'm saying this for the third time it is very clear what i'm saying i am not saying that the word does not make sense the word makes sense when you are saying this is the landscape i'm working on and in this landscape this is where i lie if you're saying in general in life i'm male curly hair indian and centrist your last word makes no sense I mean, there's this cliche in so- sociology that? that if a term is too broad, that it defines a lot of p- people, then it's a u- useless term. Yeah, I'm just saying centrism. I mean, that can be said about most. That I mean, that could also be like most terms also. Yeah. <laughs> <It could be. laughs> okay, my recommendations are one is this article actually, which was funnily enough recommended to me by Rajshree Sen. The legacy of I can't pronounce it, but I'll try. Kristallnacht. it's the i can't pronounce it either but it's the basically what's happening now the yes. night of terror yes so it is written it's in the guardian by paul ostricher and the blurb says 70 years ago this week the nazis led a brutal attack on german jews their businesses and the synagogues a prelude to the holocaust paul ostricher remembers the night terror struck i think it's a must read in the current times and the other thing that actually gave me also things to worry about was Arvind Subramanian's hour long interview with Pranoy Roy after a long time i actually watched television for an hour news otherwise you just watch for 2 3 minutes and you move on and it's um i mean i think it's a bit convenient for this guy to come so heavily against the government when he was in there i understand you have to toe the government line but itna bhi ni vanity hona chahiye oh that's a centrist <laughs> that's a cent- but his what he says we should expect in the future is very worrying i mean this slow down if you go by what he's saying and it seems reasonable the how he comes to that conclusion so yeah i think you should watch it if you worried about the economy and you should read that if you worried about our social fabric on that note thank you panel thank you ditya for taking the time i hope you will join us for lunch <laughs> after that we shall let you go and do right in a happy new year to all of you i will not be here next week manisha will be here so you will not be subjected to my aggressive voice but manisha's more centrist voice <laughs> <laughs> goodbye and good luck bye वाले साल को सलाम जाने वाले साल को सलाम नए साल का
podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.